to episode two of the Trucker Diet Podcast. Hey, it's Patrick again. Uh, any of you that listened to the first one knows a little bit about me now, and uh, even though I'm doing it the same day, I thought I'd go ahead and get the second one out here. Uh, Want to let you know up front, I'm not a medical professional, and I'm just trying to share what I've gathered from both research and personal experience. So before you start a diet or lifestyle change, you should talk to your doctor. Um, Anyway, wanted to get that out of the way. So if you listened to episode one, you already know this. If not, uh, just a real quick recap. In 2015, I was real seriously injured in that. I weighed about 250 pounds at the time. I'm six foot two, so I was pretty heavy. And after a long, slow recovery, I became a trucker in 2017. Now, uh, at the time of this, I am about 219. Um, If you look at the corresponding uh, blog, I was about 225, but I'm losing steadily. So now I'm about 219. And what I plan to do is get down to about 190. Uh, didn't really start working on my weight until a short time ago, you know. After the accident, I was a much happier person, and my life got better. And I, and I, and I got down to where I was about that 233-pound mark uh, when I went to my physical a few weeks ago. Uh, but that was just kind of, it happened. Since then... My doctor told me I had high blood sugar. Uh, cholesterol was not horrible, but because I've had a heart attack, it was concerned at once or lower. And then the blood sugar was important. And uh, I said, well, I don't like medication. How about if I try really hard to do this on my own for a few months and come back? And if I can't do it on my own, you know, with diet and exercise, then we'll go with medicines. And he says, sure, you're safe, give it a shot. So that's what I have been doing. So what I'm working on is something called the IF, or Intermittent Fasting Diet. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, IF is not a diet. It's it's actually a lifestyle that can help you to lose weight, get in better health, and it may even help persons live longer. Um, so in lieu of telling you how much to eat, you're simply told when to eat, you know, so it doesn't tell you what to eat or how much, it just tells you when. And I'm going to go through a couple of the first, uh, well, not first, but I mean the most popular methods that I've been able to research. First one's called 16-8. So you decide on a 16-hour period each day when you don't eat. For most people, they'll either skip breakfast or dinner. For instance, for me, I don't care about breakfast particularly. I get up in the morning, um, and uh, I have a, a little machine on my truck that I'll talk about in another episode that where I exercise, get my blood flowing, take care of you know nature, and uh, then I start driving. And I drive for three or four hours before I worry about eating. So for me, giving up breakfast is just kind of the natural one. Uh, so I don't eat until 11 a.m. And then I never eat after 7 p.m. Uh, now, technically, on this 
uh, intermittent fasting, you can eat what you want, just not during the fasting times, you know. Um, so I don't do that because I want to lose weight a little faster. So even on my eating periods, I don't eat bread uh, because of the blood sugar. I don't touch sugar. And um, I don't eat rice, you know, and a lot of starch and stuff. And I try to, you know, keep on fairly low carbs, but not completely without carbs. Uh, you know, and, and most of the people that I speak with on the forums that are doing this diet do the same thing. They don't really, you know, eat whatever they want when they're not fasting. Uh, it's just too easy to use it as an excuse to fill up with junk and sugar and then even if you are fasting you're probably not really going to lose the weight but anyway that's the 16 8 section it's uh you know you pick a 16 hour period each day when you don't eat so you can skip breakfast or skip dinner you know and um, most people i find are more successful or the people that i speak with anyway are more successful with skipping breakfast um, so like 11 a.m. you can start eating and you stop at 7 p.m. And uh, there's a lot of other aspects that we'll discuss later. Um, the next method is called Eat Stop Eat. Uh, the idea is to eat normal five days a week, although, you know, normal means healthy. Uh, and then you fast two days a week, usually two separate days. So... Uh, two separate 24-hour periods, and sometimes there are there are people who just do the whole 48 hours together. Uh, I don't think I'd have the willpower for that personally, but there's guys that do it, I guess. And then there's the third method, and this is called the 5-2 system. Uh, you would consume 500 to 600 calories two days a week and eat normal the other five. So on those two days a week, you don't, you know, fast completely, but you cut yourself down to very few calories. And then the other five days, you eat normally. I think if you're someone, that might be a good way to, maybe a good way to maintain once you've reached the, the, the weight where you want to be. It might be really good for that. Uh, personally, I don't see, you know, losing a lot of weight on that. Okay, so... Those are the three popular methods. I'm sure there's others that I have not yet learned about. Um, next, let's talk about a little bit about your health. So, IF has been demonstrated to have many health benefits, uh, including, but not limited to, uh, lowering your LDL cholesterol, lowering your blood sugar, lowering the amount of inflammation in your body uh, and I have noticed that I have to admit just uh, three weeks I can get up down from the ground my knees uh, don't creak like they did my joints are feeling better and I talked in episode one about the injuries that I had during that accident but um, I've always been kind of willing to climb or jump anything you put in front of me thought I was a daredevil when I was young so I've actually broken both arms, both legs, six of my ribs, my pelvis, um, all of my fingers, and, and I think pretty much all, or almost all of my toes. Um, so I've had a lot of broken bones over the years, and uh, I know about the pain involved with that. So 
the fact that my joints feel so much better on this diet is uh, is huge for me and hopefully that you know might be for some of you guys too um it's also believed to slow down aging uh, one site that i was reading suggested that rats in a study lived 36 to 83% longer when they were fed on an intermittent fasting schedule so i mean shoot living longer sounds good to me uh very few negatives that are with it uh thought i should go over a few of them just share what i was able to find so the biggest mistake is binge eating when you're not on your fasting time you got to be careful not to let this happen to you it can make you you know not lose weight or even gain weight if you have any of the you know risk factors listed well before we go to risk factors let's Let's delve into that for just a bit. You know, I mean, it, when you've gone 16 hours without food, you're hungry. In the first few days, you know that that can be difficult, and that's where that trap really comes in. You don't gorge yourself on sweets and candies and junk because you're going to undo the good that you're doing and, and end up gaining weight. You know, uh, or at least there's a good chance of it. So. Don't fall into the binge eating, you know, when you're not on your fasting time. Uh, if you have any of these risk factors, you want to talk with your doctor and really think about it. If you have diabetes, if you have problems with blood sugar regulation, have low blood pressure, take certain medications that require food, uh, you're underweight, you have a history of eating disorders. If you're a woman who's trying to conceive. a woman who already uh, has these um a woman who is breastfeeding and then a woman with a history now I'm probably going to butcher this word amina norhia I I'm probably butchering that I really I have to admit I can't pronounce it it's a m e n o r r h e a some type of uh medical thing for women I guess I'm not going to lie I don't know what that is Um but if you have any of these so for me you know my blood sugar was on the edge of being diabetic and that's one of the reasons I went with this is because my doctor said flat out there is absolutely no substitute for um diet and weight loss when you want to you know get your blood sugar down no matter how much you know medications or anything that none of it can match just eating properly and exercising. So, I wanted to get my blood sugar down. Um a few encouraging things that I found I can share. The hunger seems to cease being a problem in a short time. Um I think what it is is your stomach shrinks a little bit. So, you know, you get used to the not eating and that helps with the hunger. But then you notice that you don't really have the desire to do the binge eating uh because after about a week your stomach has shrunk and you you know you feel full faster you just don't get as hungry so that helps um a lot of studies well not a lot but some of the studies that I have looked at online um they suggest that some people feel tired and less alert at the beginning Most people that I've spoken to say they're full of energy and they think more clearly. That is 
what's happened with me and that's what's happened with my wife. Both of us wake up in the morning full of energy, raring to go, feel better all day. Uh, we just, we don't see any, you know, problems with being any dingier than normal and I guess I'm pretty dingy anyway according to her and she's my wife so she's always right so I must be dingy but uh, in any case you know we don't notice any negatives like that but there are some studies suggesting that some people do when I bring up people that I talked with I joined a Facebook group uh, for intermittent fasting and you can you know find them just doing a search on Facebook they're out there so that's what I mean when I say, you know, people I talk with. Uh, can you really lose weight just by being on the diet without exercising? Uh, yes, you can, but, you know, should you? Uh, doctors, you know, will tell you that cardio is very important for your health. And your body burns calories for quite some time after you finish exercising. So even if you just exercise a little bit each day, your body's going to continue to burn more calories after you stop. So they say you should exercise a good 30 minutes twice a week. I would say more. Most people I do uh, that I know do more. But at least 30 minutes twice a week can help you stay healthy as a minimum. For you truckers, I know the excuses not being able to, you know, exercise. Um, it's bull. Sorry, but it's just plain bull. For less than 50 bucks at Walmart, you can buy a mini stair stepper. I've got one on my truck. It's almost good for cardio as a full-size machine. I mean, you ride on this thing for 10 minutes and you're ready to, to drop. It, it definitely works out well. And, you know, you can start out five minutes in the morning, five minutes you know, before you hit the bunk at night, five minutes during your lunch break. The excuse I hear, you know, with drivers, and I understand the mentality because I'm one of them. Uh, you know, oh, I've got to keep driving. I got to keep my hours up. I got to make my miles. You know what? If you want to be there for your family and take care of your family and make more money, then you need to stay healthy enough to do it. And you're not going to do that sitting on your butt 10 hours a day behind the wheel and not exercising. It's just not going to happen. Also, you know, you have to stop snacking. Um, so if you're worried about the time, get up an extra 10 minutes early and do it before you start your pre-trip. When you shut down at night, you know, do it for 10 minutes before you hit the bunk and you can survive on that 10 minutes less sleep. So get off your trucking butts, just like I have to, and do the exercise. Uh, I do my best to do it every day like I should. Sometimes I mess up, sometimes I don't get her done, but I am trying to do it. If you're interested in the stair stepper, on my blog, which is truckerdiet.site123.me, uh, there, if you, if you scroll down on the main page, there is a link there to Walmart where they sell that stair stepper. And uh, I won't lie, it is an affiliate link. I think I'd make a whole 33 or 34 cents if someone buys one. You know, I'm pretty excited about that. But there is a link there to help you find it if you want one. And uh, 
said, I try to use it at least 30 minutes a day. But you start out with, say, five minutes in the morning, you know, five minutes at night. Uh, I just get on it and say, hey, Siri, set a timer for 10 minutes. And then uh, the 10 minutes is up, Siri beeps at me, and I'm good to go, you know. The other thing, uh, next section, you know, eat what I want and lose weight. Again, I'm going to say, well, yes, but again, should you? Uh, the IF programs say you eat normally when you're not fasting. But that's presuming that you're using common sense. It doesn't mean, you know, if you're if what you consider eating normal is eating nothing but garbage. So, you know, kind of remember, garbage in equals garbage out. You know, uh, again, I'm going to pick on truckers. Do you put you know, the lousiest, cheapest fuel and the cheapest oil in your truck and expect it to perform, you know, you wouldn't do that. When you're practicing the, the IF, you know, the intermittent fasting, the most successful individuals are also eating sensibly, usually low-carb, some of them are no-carb. Uh, the jury's still out on no-carb for me. Uh, a few carbs before I start my fast at night, or not, you know, before bed, but at, like uh, I eat until 7 p.m. So if I have a, a bite of something, you know, at 6.30 with a few carbs, nothing major, but at least a few carbs, I sleep better. So I don't know, just a tip. Maybe it'll help you, maybe it won't. Uh, doesn't make it easier for me. It makes it easier for me to stick to it. Uh, no sugar, no bread. Uh, they say, you know, even whole wheat bread. It's... It's healthier than, than regular bread, but it still turns the sugar in your blood. So it's still really not good. No bread is your best bet if you can do it. If you do it, eat small amounts of bread. If you snack between meals, you know, during your eating time, make it small snacks. You know, a small little bite, like if you're a trucker, again, at... at Seven, or I mean, at a, any of the loves of pilots, and then they have those little cups of watermelon or other fruits. You know, a whole cup is too much, but take little bites of that, you know, if you need a snack, or peanuts or something like that. Something that's, you know, halfway decent for you. Don't snack on chips and greasy, you know, garbage. Now, there are things you can have while you're fasting. And that's going to be our next discussion. Or discussion. Um, I'm going to pick on you truckers again because, after all, I am one of you. Step away from the bag of junk food on the passenger seat. I know firsthand that it's hard work to drive one of these trucks all day. Um, I'm sitting in my sleeper. I drove 10 hours today. Um, actually, to be honest, I parked with 13 minutes left on my clock. And if you're not a trucker, that's the, the, the clock that runs while we're driving that tells us when we can and can't drive. So anyway, uh, you know, I, I stopped for like 13 minutes on the clock and found a parking space uh, today. And I'm sitting in my sleeper doing this podcast. So I know how hard it is, but you cannot eat a snack laying on your passenger seat and stay healthy. Uh, you know, I want to eat when I'm bored or when I'm just driving along, what I do is listen to podcasts or something like that to keep my mind engaged and don't snack. You 
just can't do it if you want to be healthy, okay? Next question uh, you get, what can I have? Well, this got me a little upset. Because uh, when you first ask what you can have fasting or when fasting, you'll be told black coffee or black tea, you know, or green tea, unsweetened and water. That's it. Just coffee, tea, and water, unsweetened. And that's kind of true because that would be clean fasting if that's all you touch. But you can also do what's called dirty fasting. Now, a lot of people will talk about it like it's a horrible sin that you're going to destroy your effort to lose weight. The truth is, dirty fasting would basically mean you're consuming less than 50 calories. Okay, Less than 50 calories will not produce an insulin spike in your body. So that means the ketosis that has started, which is the process that makes your body burn fat for energy instead of sugar, if that ketosis has started and you consume less than 50 calories, it's not going to, you know, kick you out of ketosis. So, that obviously that's, you know, cumulative. You have to let that 50 calories pass through your body completely. So, for instance, my weakness, I love coffee, but I don't like black coffee. So, I use... Um, Two of those little half and half creamers, you know, if you get it like the, the truck stops. And two of those is about 40 calories. So I drink one cup of coffee a day, you know, a decent sized cup from usually Love because I buy enough fuel there to get it for free. And I use two of those little cups in, or two, you know, teaspoons basically of creamer, or two tablespoons of creamer. Usually, I think actually, I think it's about one tablespoon it comes out to. But I use, you know, a couple of those, uh, and I'm getting less than 40 calories out of that, so it does not start my ketosis. So I am dirty fasting, and it's not hurting me at all. I'm losing weight just fine. Clean fasting would be, you know, only doing the water, black coffee, or tea. But you can dirty fast and still lose weight. So if you can't handle black coffee, you know, put a little cream in it. Artificial sweeteners, I say no, because even if they don't have a glycemic response to your body, it's been proven that they cause cravings, that you want more sugar later. You know, they, they make you crave more sweets. Now, I use stevia, and 100% natural, and I, I put a little bit of that in my coffee. It, you know, has no glycemic response, no calories, no fat, no nothing. So that also would be dirty fasting. It's, it's not hurting anything. And I don't notice myself craving more sweets. Uh, but I just simply don't eat, you know, sweets anyway. So that's kind of up to you. I, I don't, I, I would say you can use a little bit of like that stevia sweetener. Uh, just remember, you know, just because it takes 50 calories, you can't, you know, eat 15, 50 calorie snacks, or you're blowing it. That's, you know, they are cumulative. You, you know, one little 50 calorie snack during your break or during your fast probably ain't going to hurt you, but a couple of them might still not even bother fasting. Another dirty fasting example is flavored water. Uh, many of them say no way. Uh, many others drink it and do just fine as long as it has no calories. But you, there is a, it's kind of a line there. 
there's these waters like uh, Fizco and, and company from uh, King Supers is one that I know of. Another one that's called uh, Waterloo. Now these are waters, they don't have artificial sweeteners or calories or fats or anything in them. Somehow they get a slight trace of like root beer flavor or fruit flavor or lemon flavor or different different flavors in them. You know, I, I don't know, it's just magic, I guess. But there's zero, you know, artificial sweeteners or sweeteners of any kind. And I, I don't think those are a problem. But a lot of those flavored waters, you got to read them. They have aspartame uh, and other things in it, you know. And, um, again, th- those things have been proven to make you want more sweets later. Diet soda, don't touch it. Uh, you know, they definitely have junk in them that's horrible for you, even if they aren't making you gain weight. A lot of studies have shown that they will make you gain weight if you drink them all the time. And, and again, a lot of it's because they cause cravings for more sweets down the road. And um, so that's one good thing. Dirty or clean fasting seem to be more or less equal in your weight loss results. As long as, like I said, you don't do too dirty. You don't do more... You know, I would say not more than 40 calories during your fast, during your entire fast. And I'll be doing more of these things on some things you can eat on your truck and how to cook them. Uh, For those of you who might want to yell at me because of things I missed or things that you think I was wrong about, please remember, I don't claim to be an expert. I'm trying to share stuff I've learned from both experience and research. I could be wrong, you know, uh, I, I get things wrong, and that's the wonderful thing about the internet, you can go on there and, you know, do all the searches you want to find things, okay, so we're at 25 minutes, Oop, just hit 26 minutes for this episode, we're gonna shut it down there, try to keep it from getting too long and too boring, and again, thank you very much for listening, please uh, come back and check out our future episodes. Be sure to go to the website, use the contact page, and give me some ideas of uh, things you'd like to hear shows about. You know, things about trucking or, or trucker health, primarily. There's plenty of guys out there covering uh, other aspects of trucking. I'd like to stick with the health. So, you know, give me ideas. I'd appreciate it. And again, the site is um, truckerdiet.site123.me. And uh, there is a contact me link where you can send information there. And then I guess since I'm recording this on Anchor, there's also a way you can leave me voice messages here. I I haven't quite figured out how to do that. I see a tab to listen to them. I'm not sure how a listener reads them, but you can figure that out. (laughs) Or if you already know that, you know, feel free to leave me messages here. Uh, And that's it. So as always, keep the shiny side up, the rubber side down, and be safe out there. Y'all have a good one, and thanks. Enjoy your day.